What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Upper Room Devotional. I'm with Justin. What's well, up, buddy? You always emphasize the word devotional. Devotional. Because like, that... I get it messed up with the podcast. You want to, like, stick with Upper that. Room Podcast episodes, which come out on Thursdays for people to know, usually. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. And Upper Room Devotionals. Yeah, it's like pause after the Upper Room. Yeah, I get that part. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're making it. Uh, we have a few more parables we want to knock out for you guys. So Justin's got one in Matthew 9, 14 through 17. Yeah, here we go. It says, then the disciples of John came to him asking, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. But no one puts a patch of unshrunken cloth on an g- old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and, worse te- and a worse tear results. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst, and the wine pours out, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. So there's a couple of things going on um, in these two, three little parables that he's kind of telling at the same time to communicate what he's saying. The The picture is this. The, the Pharisees are asking Jesus about fasting and how come Jesus isn't doing things the way that everyone else does them. Hmm. They're asking him of a proper religious question, which is, well, all the other churches do it this way. Why, yeah. are, you, why are you doing it this way? Or, you know, uh, none of the other churches I've seen have done this. Why are you doing this kind of question? And Jesus is making the point specifically with regard to fasting. He's saying, listen, they don't fast because they're with me right now. You fast to draw near to God. <laughs> you you fast to grow in faith and, and see God more clearly, untwist your thoughts. And so it doesn't make any sense that they would try to draw close to me when I am with them. But when I am gone, <laughs> they're going to need to fast to draw close to me. But really, the, the bigger portion of this text, what he's getting at is, listen, you guys don't understand this because you're not understanding the new wine that I'm bringing. Mm. You don't understand the new work that I'm doing. You guys are so attached to the structures that they had put together, you know, the, the, the way that they had built things out, that when God is coming and trying to show them a new way of doing things that's actually more consistent with the teaching, uh, they don't know what to do with it. And he's saying, listen, I can't, you know, you can't put new wine into old wineskins. I can't take the new covenant and make it fit into the, you know, into the brackets that you have set up for the old. Yeah. You can't force something new into something old. The new thing always grows and then it ends up breaking the old because the old can't grow anymore. Um, same thing with the, you know, the whole bit about the, you know, the patch of cloth and the garment. The, the whole picture is if you tie, you know, um, you know, a, a new pair of blue jeans onto an old pair of blue jeans, when you wash that thing, one's going to shrink. It's going to tear all of it and it's going to ruin it and make it worse than it was before. Yeah. Jesus is saying the new covenant and the old covenant cannot um, coexist in functioning in the same way. Things have to change. And so here's something worth considering in your life. Like when I read this, uh, to me, it's it's obvious that Jesus is saying the old covenant and the new covenant are going to, there's similarities in what they're trying to accomplish, but it's new wine. It's going to be different. It's going to expand different ways. It's going to manifest different ways. I, I think about it this way. In your life, like are there things that you need to change and you have been so set in your ways that you're not actually able to experience the fullness of what God has for you? Mm-hmm. Have you been doing the same religious six steps, you know, your your whole life that you've actually started to lose the adventure that God has for you? Like I just think about um, 
you know, my wife, if I buy her flowers every single week, eventually I'm not buying her flowers anymore. It doesn't mean anything. You know, and why? Well, because he always buys me flowers on Wednesdays. It could still be nice, but at some point it becomes perfunctory. Mm. Like if you tithe and you always, um, you know, it's like on the automatic withdrawal. So you don't ever feel it go. You don't ever see it go. You just know that it does. I feel like it's less meaningful that way. You know what I mean? Or, or maybe you always take your wife to the same restaurant every Tuesday night. You know, this is what we do. Well, what can happen is things that used to be good ideas start to become, you know, just practices, just a checklist of stuff to do. The heart leaves it and you end up missing out on things actually growing and becoming awesome. And then uh, when somebody wants to switch it up, you'll start to be frustrated. Well, well we've always done this. Mm. You know, this is, you know, I always do this kind of thing. Well, and you want to ask yourself the question, um, is God asking for just rhythms in your life or is God asking for a relationship? Yeah. Because what it's sounding like, man, is – correct me if I'm wrong. It's like you've yeah. got to learn to let go of the old things so that you could start making way for the new things that God has for you. And And maybe think about it this way. Because uh, at some level, to me, the Old Testament is, or the New Testament is a is an interpretation of the Old Testament with power, right? Because Jesus comes and brings it in its fullness, so that we can see the Old Testament in color when before it was only in the black and white. So, um, to me, it's more like how are you utilizing the old and the new together in a way where you're allowing uh, things to grow. Because I wouldn't say, we don't need the Old Testament anymore. We don't need the Old Covenant anymore. We don't need any of that. No, we definitely need it. But we have to move past it. It's bigger than what was displayed just in that moment. Christ brings the fullness of it. So the question is more like, how do I take the ideas and the good things that we know we're good from that? Like taking my wife out every Tuesday night. Is that a bad thing? No. Is this a bad thing? You know, McDonald's or whatever. No. Is this, a, you know, is buying flowers a bad thing? No. All of those are good things, but not if your heart's not in it. Not uh, if it's not new wine. McDonald's is kind of bad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying. That's so cool. this 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 is um true in regard to corporations that implode because they're simply unwilling to move outside of what they've been doing to grow. This is true of marriages that get into these ruts and just continue in these ruts because they think this is normal and this is what we've always done. Why? Well, it's because what we did in the past and it used to work. The, the whole premise here that Christ is is bringing to us is that um, old things can't sustain new life. And if you want new life in something that you're doing, you need to learn from the old to reinterpret the new and how you're actually going to apply it. And how boring of a life that would be. If you're just doing the same stuff all the time. Most people do. I know. Most people do. Well, Most I know I have, but I don't realize it until it's like almost too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I walk into a room, a room, Tim, I have like a, like a little um, conversation in my mind. Am I going to sit where I sat last time? No. I'm going to sit somewhere else. Why? So that I feel like I'm mixing it up. Yeah. You know? And I feel like I always irritate somebody because I'm always moving to a different place. You know? <laughs> 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 little little things here and there matter a lot. Justin has an entourage. I follow him around. So when he's switching things up. I have an entourage. The like lost ants. By, you know? by entourage, <laughs> you mean my four kids? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. So guys, for the for the Devo today, really this, this picture is reminding us that, look, if, if you're looking for a new thing to happen in your life, you got to be willing to stretch and grow and allow the new things to, to come. But if you're holding on to the way that you've always done things, oftentimes those are actually going to keep you from the new things God wants to bring you into. You've got to be willing to trust God and let him bring you to new places so that he can grow in 
showing you new things. And if you're always relying on what I've always done and I don't want to change it, you're going to end up in a place where you're unable to actually continue to do um, new things and, and, and harbor life. You're going to end up with a dead system that doesn't take you anywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, good word, man. Yeah. That was good. Have Thanks, a good man. day, guys. Catch you guys next time.